This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Ohio only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. Sports gaming is provided in partnership with Dayton Real Estate Ventures, LLC, DBA, Hollywood Gaming at Dayton Raceway. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. It's the Mike Missanelli podcast on the Bet Rivers Network. The Phillies have lost five of their last seven Marlins and the Braves. They lost three of four to the Braves, and last night, Watch the Braves celebrate the NL East Championship. The Braves clinched the division being 17 games up on the Phillies. Now, the Phillies battled in every one of these games. Um, and they're still in the top wildcard spot. They, they lead the Cubs by a game and a half as we speak. So I am not worried about them holding on for home field advantage in that three-game playoff series. But... Um, Listen, let, let, let's, be, let's be honest about this. This is the only way that, that I can be honest. Now, this, they're a good team, the Phillies. And, and despite the fact that Turner and Harper are doing their best to carry this team right now, the Phillies are no match this year for the Braves. They, I, you know, I'm watching these, these games. The Braves are just relentless. It, it, like, offensively, and then like, you know, Strider last night starts off rocky and all of a sudden finds it. And he threw unhittable stuff last night. And the Braves uh, are just deeper. Uh, all the way down the lineup, they're deeper. The Phillies are a good team. To me, they're not good enough to beat the Braves in that second series, which is what it will be if they beat the Chicago Cubs. So the only hope against the Braves is to get to their bullpen early because their bullpen has not been lights out. Um, and you get a lead up on them early in that series, and, and then you try to to survive against them. But, again, they're so relentless offensively that uh, – the Braves are beatable last year. We saw how beatable they were. I'm not so sure they're beatable this year. So um, I don't know what – I don't want to douse anybody's enthusiasm for this whole thing. Uh, but uh, it, to me, this is not one of those seasons that, that's going to that's gonna pay dividends in a World Series. Uh, all right, let's move on to Mike Unleashed. And, of course, the big news locally here was Danilo Cavalcante, the escaped convict. Uh, who, they, who they finally got after two weeks on the run. Uh, and they got him uh, with the help of, uh, of thermal technology on a DEA plane and a dog named Yoda. So they, they got the, and, and listen, I love the fact that Yoda bit the guy in the head. I think that's fantastic, right? I have absolutely no sympathy for this escape convict. Uh, however, it did take me aback. And, and, I, and, and on Twitter, people were attacking me completely uh for my 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 tweet so i i want to i want to uh, offer my tweet and darren i want to get your opinion uh, on my tweet um i am uh, a big admirer of law enforcement um I, I i totally am uh and i this was not meant to to slam law enforcement i just thought that the um picture that they took with all the law enforcement people around smiling with cavalcante out there was a bit odd. Uh, I, 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 it just it struck me as odd. It's like a hunter uh, that caught a deer. Uh, the guy pretty much embarrassed law enforcement for two weeks. 
And when I say embarrassed law enforcement, I mean, they thought they had them locked down in an area around Longwood Gardens with a 400 state trooper perimeter. And what did he do? What did he fly out like Spider-Man? Like, I, so what I'm saying to you is great job to get the guy. And I respect the whole, the whole search. But if it took two weeks and the guy flummoxed you for that long, I don't know if it's a smiley photo picture that is appropriate. Your thoughts, Darren? Well, that's actually somewhat common uh, with, with things like that, with fugitives. Um, what, I, what I noticed was the guys who were taking the picture were the Border Patrol. They weren't the local Chester County or Pennsylvania State Police. It was the Border Patrol guys. And I don't know, they've only been on, they've only been up here a couple of days. So they weren't the people he had been eluding for a couple of weeks. So that's why I really, you know, I actually, you know, I've seen other circumstances where that they it's like they're kill, you know. So I didn't have too much of a problem with it. I don't have a problem with them embarrassing the guy. I mean, I made a lot of jokes on Twitter about it in the last couple of weeks. But I'm very pro police, very pro fire department, as you know. But, you know, t he literally. We, you can't forget the fact that this guy murdered a, a young woman in front of her children. So I have no problem with them embarrassing him um, to no end. Uh, okay, here's what I tweeted. I find it interesting that law enforcement is posing with smiles for the capture of Cavalcante. Nice job, but this little shit embarrassed them for two weeks. It wasn't like they got Bin Laden. Maybe the photo should have been with sterner faces. And I had all kinds of people pro-law enforcement. Apparently, they missed the part where I said, nice job. Right. I just had a problem. You take a photo, take it with stern faces. I like smiles to me. I don't know. Uh, whatever. Uh, that's my opinion on it. And a lot of people took exception to that. And that's fine. Uh, I respect it. All right. Let's move on to the uh, third segment of uh, Mike Unleashed. Uh, Alex Rodriguez, who in New York, the Post is having a field day with this. Now they call him A-Rack because apparently he gave up some people when he was being interviewed by the feds on the uh uh, the steroid scandal. Uh, your thoughts on that, Darren? I honestly, I wasn't surprised at all. Is there anything that you know about Abraham that makes you think, <laughs> question whether that really happened? I mean, I was not surprised in any way. He's a total weasel. I, exactly. He always has been a total weasel. And every story that everybody's ever heard about him in a weasel manner, they're all true. Like, he's just, he's a worm. And the fa I mean, I wasn't surprised in any way. All right. Uh, so uh, that's the A-Rat saga. Now, all you have to do is give How about, how about the other part of that story is he was paying $12,000 a month to Biogenesis yes. for testosterone creams, gummy-like Yeah, lozenges. I mean, there was never... See, I never, I never really doubted the fact that he was using illegal substances. But he's such a guy that yeah. would be the first guy to try to save his ass by diming out other people. And now he's, he's given the New York Post uh, ammo. And so from this point on, he will be called a rat by the New York Post. All right. Number four, the U S basketball team in the Olympics. Now it's amazing when this happens and how we have to overcompensate. So the USA team lost in the FIBA world cup. And, uh, frankly, it wasn't their, their best lineup that they sent out there. I think they still should have won it, but they did not win it. So when that happens, when the Americans lose, Everybody's got band together. It was the it was the quintessential story of the dream team. We're never going to get beat again because we're going to send all these studs. And so now LeBron James is fronting it by recruiting some dudes. Say, yeah, you beat this team. So uh, here's the here's the team, uh, the players that that it that it could be. First of all, let's go over the starting lineup. Now the starting lineup will be 
Steph Curry, uh, Devin Booker as the two guard, uh, Embiid as your center, and LeBron and KD off the bench, Damian Lillard, Jason Tatum, um, Anthony Davis on the team will be Draymond Green, probably Kyrie Irving, DeAndre Fox, Bam Adebayo. Uh, does that team lose? No, uh, because some of those guys actually play defense. <laughs> Which is great. Which is nice. But even if I they know. don't play defense, there's no way that anybody's going to yeah, outscore no that team. That's a joke. They will destroy people in the Olympics if that te- if that's the team they take over. All right. So finally, we have to get our comeuppance. We allow ourselves to lose. Then we go. That's never going to happen again. And we have to assemble a dream team. Number five on Mike Unleashed, Terry Pagola, the owner of the Buffalo Bills, also the Buffalo Sabers, and a big benefactor of Penn State University. He has been named in a racial discrimination lawsuit by reporter Jim Trotter, who said that he was told by another NFL media member that Pagula had a conversation talking uh, that was supposed to be about social injustice initiatives and Black Lives Matter, and was quoted as saying the following. If the black players don't like it here, They should go back to Africa and see how bad it is. Now, Pagula has denied this. I don't know what the ramifications of this will be, but let's take it from the Penn State standpoint. Terry Pagula created the juggernaut that is Penn State hockey right now. He donated $88 million to Penn State to build the Pagula Hockey Arena, and they've been able to now be a national power because of this. A school like Penn State, what is their move here, Darren? Oh, wow. That, that's called the Pagula Arena, right? Um, I mean, that's... Yep. I think you need to put a full board investigation into that. You have to. Sorry. I, I, thanks for your money. $88 million he gave. Now, this is reminiscent of the John DuPont scandal at Villanova, where he put his name on the arena and then got into all kinds of legal nonsense, and they finally had to take his name off the off the building it'll be interesting to see how penn state reacts here and i know a lot of people out there are penn state haters and they're going to say well you take his name off and and they got to do something about it i gotta be honest with you i think they probably will end up taking his name off but ultimately that will be the end you know that's the end game thanks for listening to the mike bisonelli podcast on the bet rivers network